Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ is in the studio with me. How are you, bud? What's going on? What's going on? No, I mean, I mean, I didn't mean to say it like that. Yeah, that's that's Jerry's line. Like, I know you don't want to take uh, you know rain on his parade, steal his his catchphrase. Maybe no, I'll just go. Say, uh, I'm drunk. Well, who? No, he says who's drunk. Who's drunk, Barry? Well, come on. Then we know who is. No, Jerry and everybody <laughs> else, for that matter. Up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was like, you screw everything Wait, up. what time is it? Hmm. Um, okay. Happy hour. It's beer 30. It's beer 30? That maybe? was rhetorical. Okay, it is. there's that. That's my answer when he says, Cheers. who's drunk? Well, All what right. time is it? Well, you know, we got Jerry the Diver Guy connected via the web, via, you know, as part of the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad, and you heard Barry the Bugger already. Uh, Casey the Tobacco Nut, who's wearing some kind of shark Glad headband thing. Here. Yeah. That's a uh, unique looking. Did you get that with a kid's meal? Possibly. <laughs> was, that, like that. was that part actually, of the menu? Actually, I got it with a small child. Uh, wow. Listen, okay. Don't really DJ, want to say that publicly. It's hot today. Okay. Uh, Bubble Boy's with us. Uh, Vinny Two Tanks uh, with us from the left coast. And, of course, in the center square on mm-hmm. Facebook Live and YouTube and Twitch, would be a new and improved Catmull Martini live from the Gomez Hilton. He, he got a new camera. Yeah, hey guys. Hey, buddy. Whatever he did, it looks great. Yeah. Is that like HD or something? It is. He, he upgraded his camera settings and everything. Got Sweet. Thanks. So we can see a little bit more detail of what's happening at the Gomez Hilton. Before, that protected us when you couldn't. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. Uh, didn't protect. Well, I, so yeah, I think it did. I think it did. Now we have no protection other than. Uh, we uh, apologize in advance. It used to be left to our filthy little imaginations. Well, uh, there's that, but now we don't even have that to uh, oh, fall I back do. on. Do you? <laughs> I do. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, if you are so inclined to watch us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, uh, you've been warned. And you're a glutton for punishment. Yes, exactly. So, because now there if is... If you ever a- wonder what Greg the Dive Master looks like... After hearing him for over 20 years. Yeah, for years. I just told everybody, just imagine, you know, like Brad Pitt in one of his latest movies. Rob Lowe. Yeah. And, uh, a pretty boy. Benjamin Button. I don't, I don't think that's, <laughs> that, that's not accurate. Bubble boy. boy for the win! Damn you. Oh my God! Okay. So anyway, uh, now they can see for themselves that indeed Actually, we have I was gonna say, faces I for radio. Craig, the dive master. You were. Barry, wait, Casey was going to stand in? Is this to gonna... tell the truth? 
Well, the real Greg Dive Master, please stand up. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that, you know, you can take the your dive pick. God. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. All right. Well, look, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, okay, diving. everybody shut up. Greg's going to talk. Yeah, that's true. Uh, because I, I went diving last week. Uh, right after the show, flew down you to. Uh, yes, I flew down to South Florida to spend some quality time there at the Gomez Hilton. Uh, celebrate Mermaid Kristen's birthday, which was Saturday. Dude, one of Saturday. those guys' magnets. What do you mean? Attach magnet? itself to the plate in your head. Um, we we didn't do any magnet fishing. I was there oh, with Matt and smart. Uh, Bryce. We we spoke. We hung out, but I didn't. I wasn't there while they were magnet fishing. Smart. What do you mean smart? I wouldn't want to attach itself to that plate in your head. No, there's Don't you no have a plate, plate in your head, or am no. I thinking of somebody else? You're thinking of someone else. Okay. That would apply to uh, someone like uh, Bubble Boy or Casey. This is maybe. way off topic, and I apologize, yeah. but how do I get my screensaver at home to do what yours is doing over here? Yeah, you, you can't. Uh, that's a very special thing. Okay, thanks. Only you can see. I, I, I actually produced that just for if, um, CJ in the studio. They can't even see that on YouTube. If, uh, if ever yeah. I need some little quick tech tips i come to greg and he goes you can't yep exactly okay you say when can can i do this that and i'm like nope well i'll show you no you won't i'll you'll see you will not don't tell me i can't do something just be quiet you all right so uh anyway we went diving and cj's you know distracting me because he wasn't there he didn't go you should have went make it i had stuff to do yeah you had like uh, this thing did you like that i just self-edited myself you did i said stuff to do i i was gonna say you were you were thinking about a four-letter word i was like work that's what you were thinking about Mm -hmm. right that word rhymes with spit huh okay i had spit to do that work doesn't uh i don't doesn't rhyme i had spit to do you you rhyme like a white boy that's what it sounds like to me Yeah, yeah anyway uh Went diving down in South Florida, just south of Commercial Pier, uh, Lauderdale by the Sea. And uh, <clears throat> you jumped had, in a canal, right? Did you actually go out in the ocean as no, well? No, we did the ocean. We did okay. the, uh, you know, just south of Commercial Pier, did uh, Lauderdale by the Sea. And uh, my dive buddy was Dennis. And, and then we had uh, Matt, you know, uh, our, our blind Matt, diving. Matt the Gambian rat? No, no. he that's Different not, Matt. That's a different Matt. Matt, the blind diver guy that we've been talking to, who is part of that, uh, you know, magnet fishing gang of Bryce and Kyle and everybody that came into the studio a couple weeks ago, had some fun with us. So we went down and uh, went diving with him. Uh, Matt is connected with us on YouTube and Facebook and everything. You can see him. Well, actually, it says he's Kristen. What do you mean he says he's Kristen? Oh, I think maybe him and Kristen are together. Is that right, Matt? Or what's going on? We can uh, see she, you. I, he can't she see apparently us. hacked my tablet, so I guess that's the issue right now. Ah, okay. All right. Well, he there we go. He stole her phone. Yeah. Well, well, he didn't know. I mean, you know, for all I know, he could be gender fluid, and and I'm not going to judge one way gender or another. Gender fluid? And, uh, gender whatever, whatever persona he takes or on. Or if he sometimes me. colors his hair red, he could be ginger fluid. But he wouldn't know, but, would he? You got to cut the blind guy some slack. I can't say that. At least I look better than Kristen. So y'all, y'all are in there for a treat today. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> I, well, I don't even know what that so means. I disagree. Say, but... I respectfully disagree. But uh, but Matt was one of my dive buddies last week. And it was kind of cool because I was thinking, you know, how is this going to go? You know, he doesn't have the same, you know. How's uh, he going to follow you senses? when you just cruise off? Well, he, Kyle acted as like his, his seeing dive dog. 
So yeah. he, he he grabbed hold of. Uh, you should make Matt the flag guy. That way he's never lost. Well, that maybe <laughs> you know thinking about that maybe that has been the case. Give but, Matt the flag. But Kyle uh, acted as his seeing dive dog, and he, and they followed behind uh, me and Dennis, and we led the way and took him a little tour around, and and you guys had a good time, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a blast. It, was, it actually is is funny that it was some of the best dive conditions we've ever dove in my entire diving career. Yeah, go figure. And it was just a beach dive. See, we're spoiled. We're used to that. Yeah. 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 We don't go unless it's like that. It was going to be nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a little on the cool side. Uh, The water temp was around 71, according to uh, Dennis's dive computer. Speaking of gender fluid. Which was uh, cooler than I thought it was. I thought it was around 75, but he he said his computer came back at 71. Yikes. But, you know, we had a three mil on. That's spring diving. It is. Definitely. But the visibility was great. The conditions were awesome. And, uh, you know, visibility was pretty impressive. But I, I was like, I don't know if, you know, Matt's going to care. But he, he I was going to say, when, when Matt comes back from a dive and somebody goes, how was the visibility? Does he always just default to it sucked? Yeah. Do you, Matt? What do you say? What do you think? I, I mean, I could see a little bit more than I, than I expected. I mean, usually that black water, I mean, you really can't see nothing. But... I, I can see a little more light. I, I could actually see your little tickle stick that you had. It was yeah. Well I, well, I had my equalizer with me. We were looking for lobster, and uh, we didn't yeah. see any. Well, actually, we saw one lobster. It was too small. But uh, we did see a stone crab, and oh. I didn't know what to do when I saw it because I didn't know what the season is. I've gotten the update since, but uh, but I used my equalizer to kind of you know see if I could coax them out. No such. Now, does your fishing light, your Florida saltwater fishing license, cover that? Uh, I believe it does, according to what I've uh, read online, but I'm not totally I bet uh, sure about that. Barry the Bugger, what do you know? Anything? Uh, no, no, I was going to ask you, how were the reefs out there? Oh, they, well, it was good. I mean, we were just south of Commercial Pier. There's this kind of weird saw structure. That area? Yeah. yeah, that whole area where they got like the giant holes that look like yeah. have been punched down into the bedrock. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a very famous area for a beach dive and also known especially among the locals in the area, that if you get there at the beginning of lobster season, like for many season, I mean, they usually, uh, every year for Bugfest, they've been pulling out like a 10-pounder. Yeah. You know, and somebody Damn. right there at the beach, and, and we're like in 10 to 15 feet of water, and they pull out a 10-pound lobster. You can see why, because the habitat of that reef right there, just south of the pier of Commercial Boulevard, is... uh is a lobster haven. I mean, those holes create these crevices and stuff where the lobster could hang out and just make themselves at home, and, and evidently that's what What happened. causes that? I don't know. Roseanne Barr? No, I, it, it's kind of like underwater crop circles. I believe it's aliens. I think oh. that's the official word, and uh, we'll find out soon enough. Stay close. More coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Need an escape from reality for a while? Your favorite scuba action star, Mike Scott, is back in an all-new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From the brilliant mind of author Eric Douglas comes the thriller that started it all. Listen as Mike unravels the death of a girl, the protest of new development, and the systemic destruction of coral reefs, all against the stunning backdrop of Grand Cayman Island. This one's got it all. Submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. When he was ready and completely relaxed, 
He wrapped his arms through the straps of the seat cushion and gently slid into the water. Dive back into adventure with Cayman Cowboys. Also available, oil and water, return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish. Download all five audiobooks now at Amazon, booksbyeric.com, or audible.com come as a guest leave as a friend it's a philosophy that comes from the top down at explore ventures liveaboards it doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group explore ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right for proof no explore ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry they're also the official liveaboard company of scuba radio you've likely heard us talk about explore ventures scuba radio scuba cruise trips many times and we invite you to join us on the next one however whether we're on board with you or not i'll bet an explore ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explore ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit exploreventures.com that's exploreventures.com surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the party. We're gonna have some fun without a dive. The party. The party. Now don't stay behind. Don't get left. Kind of like uh, last Saturday at the Gomez Hilton, we had a party for Mermaid Kristen. She uh, is with us, connected via the web right now, uh, throwing axes, I believe, because you're at work. Is that right, uh, Kristen? What are you doing? Yes, I I am at work right now, yeah. as you guys can see and Duck! probably hear. Yeah. Shouldn't she be wearing a helmet? I know. Uh, I'm training somebody new. Say hi. Hey. How you doing, buddy? We don't care. Aim for oh, the jugular. No, I'm training That's him. What <laughs> they said to aim for the jugular. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just trying to help. Him how to yeah. kill everybody. You know? Okay, all right. That's yeah. She works at an axe throwing place when she's not mermaiding. Be nice to her. Yes, but she is now uh, a more mature mermaid. But she has many, many days to go before oh, she. Oh, she did not like that. You got the stink eye on that. Group. Yeah. What are you talking Wait. about? No, no. She has she's days to go before she, uh, you know, yeah, succumbs to sea hag syndrome. Has, uh, it, yeah. You guys, is anyone else as confused as I am as to how in the world Greg has managed to stay married all these years? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. For all the massive wrong moves you make. With what are you the talking females. about? What? No, I just calling calling Kristen mature. Yeah, <laughs> that's a I massive no no. What you don't no. do that? I, I especially to an axe throwing mermaid. 
Hey, I didn't I didn't say it to her in person. I mean, thank Hello, God she's out of state. But I mean, I'm not stupid. I wouldn't say that in person. No, you might be a little stupid. No, no, I'm not even a little. A little stupid. No, mature is a is a nice uh, no, compliment. It's not. That's uh, like manure. It's a well. No, I mean she's she is very um, worldly. Also, keep in mind she's way younger than you and probably the youngest. Yeah, well, it's the difference between wise. You know, I'm wise, which you're not. Okay, in any shape, way, or form. All right, we're gonna just move on. Uh, We were celebrating her birthday last. I'm trying to hip you. You are not. Yes, I am. Digging the hole deeper. We're going to be. We're going to be diving in it before you know. Because I care. Uh, But we were hanging last week, celebrating her birthday, and then we went diving uh, with uh, uh, Matt, the blind diver. I mean, Matt has a new uh, YouTube slogan. What do you call? What are you saying on your YouTube thing, there, Matt? You actually got a like a, you know, like a catchphrase. I'm Matt the something. What was it again? What did you say on YouTube this week? What are you calling yourself, Matt? He doesn't know. I remember what we were talking. What? Say it again. I can't remember. Quiet. I'm talking to Matt. Go ahead, Matt. What? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm brain dead now. It's the, the blind treasure hunter. The blind treasure hunter. I remember there, what I liked what we were kicking, uh, kicking around a couple of weeks ago. What? Which was what? Matt, Matt, blind as a fruit bat. No, no, that's. That's uh, it's way catchier. It is a catchy catchphrase, I will say. Now, I don't know. You may want to rethink that, Matt. No, not if you have a brain. But, uh, okay. Uh, Says Matt, the guy who called a female older. I didn't. I said mature. <laughs> anyway. Thing. Synonym. You go to the Look stink guy again. Okay, it r- <laughs> rhymes with manure. Is that what your, is your point? Nope. Okay. Totally missed it again. But blind, the blind treasure hunter, Matt. Uh, I think that, uh, that you know Matt the blind treasure hunter because he, he Is that goes like even a blind treasure hunter finds a piece of eight sometime. Well, you know, I I think you have, haven't you, Matt? Have you ever found Spanish treasure before on all your underwater metal detecting uh, in between shark tooth diving and stuff, or what? Yeah, no, I have not. Uh, it's oh. on my bucket list. I always find something Spanish, but I found Revolutionary War, Civil War. And then a bunch of modern stuff, along with fossils and every every other thing. But yeah, Spanish is definitely on the bucket list. Yeah, well, you know, he has this little uh, you know handheld metal detector, and him and Bryce, you know, went down. Uh, I guess you're on the beaches of Miami, and you're digging up stuff that they'd found on the beach, which was like jewelry and stuff like that. So they found some bodies, pretty cool items. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if uh, they found any bodies yet. But it, maybe it's on the list. But yeah, you can check out check out Bryce is uh, YouTube channel too. Outdoors Weekly uh, is what you would uh, search for, and then of course Matt the Treasure Hunter, uh, the Blind Treasure Hunter, his uh, Modern Goonie uh, is what you would uh, Google and uh, check out some of those videos. All right, so uh, but he had a good time, and, and what I want to say, I want to kind of get into the mechanics of the dive, and we're going to do that in just a bit uh, because it was pretty unique to have. You know, somebody who's blind is your dive buddy. That was a pretty unique experience, and I wasn't sure how that went, but it went really well. We had a great time. We're going to get a little bit more into the mechanics and, and what I was thinking, especially from a you know dive leader or dive guide uh, standpoint. But we have Dr. Doug Ebersol with us today as well. And, you know, he's like a, well, he's a brain surgeon, pretty much. A heart surgeon, brain surgeon, they're kind of hand in hand. You'd take that title too, wouldn't you, brain surgeon? There, uh, Doctor Doug. 
You clearly don't want me operating on brains, that's for sure. Oh, come on. Have you have you met the rest of the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad? They wouldn't know the difference. You just, uh, you just take the title and run with surgery, it. but uh, <laughs> not my specialty. Yeah, he, he focuses on, on the Greg. Yeah, but, uh, but Dr. Doug's with us today. I thank you for joining us because, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit with him today because there was a uh, story that got published or like a little teaser article once again about uh, COVID-19 being an issue for uh, divers. Now, we covered this months ago on the show. And uh, there was this alarmist type story that started circulating out on the internet that that if you got COVID, like CJ and myself, that there could potentially be some residual issues with your lungs that could potentially, you know, affect your diving uh, life. And I, I don't you know, know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it you know it was very uh, it was scary, and I was like, oh my gosh. And Doctor Doug's had it; he's recovered from it. And that kind of thing, too. So he's been kind of our uh, go-to guy, as well as... Bikini at Waltz. Way to focus, Barry. Way to focus! No, thank you, Barry. And and so, anyway, so, uh, you know, he is our go-to guy, as well as Divers Lark Network leans on him for his experience as a doctor and uh, having to deal with uh, COVID himself. Uh, and, And basically, long story short, you know, this story was uh, a little bit alarmist. It wasn't really uh, a big deal. It was kind of squashed at the time, and now it seems to be coming back around. At least, uh, at least some news, fake news organizations throwing it out there. Is that a safe uh, description of of what's happened this week? You think there, Doctor Doug, or not? Yeah the the publication you mentioned, which will remain nameless because I don't see any reason to give them free advertising. Yeah. Um, they had reached out to me just as an email and said, you know, what do you think about another report of the same sort of thing? I said, basically in the email that it's the same thing we've known about, you know, 85% or more of people who have COVID will have asymptomatic or mild disease. But is that how they reported it? Well, we'll tell you next. Stay close. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ in the studio with me, Dr. Doug Ebersall connected along with the rest of the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad. And uh, so this, uh, I don't know, this quote-unquote unbiased dive magazine uh, reached out to Dr. Doug this week and asked him what he thought about COVID creating a problem for divers. We've covered this before, and they, they, they seem to have an agenda, Dr. Doug. Is that fair to say? When they reached out to you, could you tell at that point when they did this or no? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, they, uh, they'd had that uh, a, a article, not an article, but report from University of Innsbruck and uh, in Austria back in April or May, something like that. And I've made some comments about that. I thought it was a very small, you know, 
uh, group of people and you couldn't make any long-term kind of judgments on it. Right. And actually the UHMS had to actually come out and say the same sort of thing, just to kind of keep people from being scared to death. And then I got this uh, email earlier in the week from the, uh, the owner publisher um, that basically said uh, it was a link to a CBS news article where a, a trauma surgeon um, basically said they'd seen some x-rays look worse than some smokers they'd seen. And that just kind of hit the news. So bottom line, like I was saying, we know we've known this for a long time, probably 85% of people who have COVID have mild disease or no disease, no symptoms of the 15% who have more moderate, severe disease. Yes. Some of them end up hospitalized. Some of them end up in, on ventilators. Some of them unfortunately pass away. Uh, that's a very small number. Um, in like any pneumonia, you're going to have some lung involvement. That's not uncommon at all. Right. Uh, but like, just like if like, you had the flu and, or, you know, some people rela- react really poorly or, or have some issue that affects them worse than others. And, they, right. and you know, some people so, have, you know, long, you know, short-term effects that get better within a few weeks or a few months. And some people have long-term effects. So, right. you know, are there going to be divers who are affected? Sure. I'm sure there probably are. It's a very, very, very small number. Right. Um, but it's not something I'd spend any time worrying about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're trying to stir up the, you know, that four-letter word that CJ was holding back from before. More coming this up. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. <laughs> This is Mermaid Cat. What are you doing here? You can check me out at mermaidcat.com. Holy moly! In the meantime, keep listening to Scuba Radio, uh-huh. the world's first radio show devoted to diving. That's some language you got there. Now, here's a guy. If he was a merman. But why would you even say that? <laughs> I might let him penetrate the mucous membrane of my mermaid tail. I'm sorry, what was that? Greg, the dive master. Yes, master. Now, get away from me, you sick bastard. <laughs> you are one sick bastard. You know that, but I like your style. Well, thanks. I am Greg the Dive Master. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Yeah, you know, uh, Mermaid Cat met her at the uh, boot show in Germany, which, by the way, was officially can- canceled this week uh, for two, uh, 2021. So the uh, Germany Dive Boot Show uh, won't happen until next year, which uh, really blows. And I mean, to translate, that means boat show, correct? Mm, okay. What's going on here? Hey, yeah. Who keeps talking? Who's talking to themselves? Stop it! I think Vinny is Vinny talking to himself. Is that what's going on, Squad? It's the voices Vinny. are real to him, Greg. Yeah, somebody's talking to themselves and and is distracting. I'm hearing voices. Dad Gummit, stop it! All right. So uh, anyway, uh, Doctor Doug with us, uh, Doctor Doug Ebersol, and. You know, the the one thing I want to get across about this story, and I hate even bringing it up, and he's right, like, you know, why, I don't want to promote him, because they're obviously just trying to stir up the, you know, st- stir up everything, and... Um, everybody panic. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody be scared. Right. Do what we say. Yeah. No, the, you know, the thing is, is that this story was dealt with months ago, and of course, uh, there, there's a potential... Of you getting COVID and it affecting your diving career, but that whole thing about it, uh, divers got to freak out, and uh, that it, that it's like it's a real serious problem has not borne out to be the fact at all, and it's the, already the been article, dealt with. The, yeah, the article yeah. they were they were quoting came out of CB, uh, CBS News, and they it was kind of an isolated thing of some lung disease, 
And the actual purpose of the article, if you read the article, was to try and promote people to take the vaccine because it was saying that, you know, the vaccine was not going to be as bad as, as what could potentially happen if you if you get a bad case. Got it. But then the article that we're discussing, uh, that's not exactly how they reported it. Uh, this author of this uh, rag, rag, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, misquoted saying that every patient who has suffered COVID-19 shows severe problems on a chest x-ray. That's not even close to true. Yeah. Uh, and that even those who are asymptomatic show severe chest problems most of the time. There are some people that have chest, whenever you have pneumonia, your x-rays can look terrible. And they can, and they can definitely lag. We've known that forever, mm-hmm. that chest x-rays look worse than you do clinically. Uh, and that's why for pneumonia and stuff, we actually get like six-week follow-up x-rays because we know it can take that long for them to clear. Right. So that's not, nothing new. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have divers getting any more concerned about this than they were eight or nine months ago. Just- right. You know, and I understand, you know, it, it looks to me that they were coming at this from the standpoint like, hey, controversy is compelling. Let's stir up the crap. We'll get uh, all these hits on our website. But that's at the uh, expense of the dive industry. I mean, let's look at it from the industry standpoint. The industry is being killed right now by COVID because we we can't travel. We can't go dive around the world right now. It's so frustrating. You know, we were able to get this dive done down at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea last Sunday and had a great time. But, you know, I've been trying to set up a trip out to Mexico. And now, you know, we'll get into this a little bit later on because the U.S. has now put in new guidelines for coming back to the U.S., which were not in effect last week. And I, I'm telling you, the the dive operators around the world right now are freaking out. And and to have this story come out in the middle of that is very aggravating to me because I'm like, look, we got enough bad news. I understand you want to increase traffic on your website and all this kind of stuff or for your rag or whatever, and you have a right to do that. But why don't you step back for a second and think about all the people you're potentially hurting and scaring? They don't care. They, they, evidently, they don't, but they should. If they expect to be a uh, member of the dive industry, I think that's extremely irresponsible. Okay, I, I don't think it's it's right. It sure is not any kind of you know uh, effort to expose the truth, which is what they try to thinly veil themselves in. Sometimes <laughs> when they they put out these stories, they try to act like they're some kind of investigative journalists or something. It's nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. And uh, do I sound a little aggravated, CJ? Yeah, but you know what? I, I haven't seen anything resembling the truth in a long time. Well, maybe. But, you know, you, we got to deal with this, uh, you know, in the mainstream media all the time. Uh, when it happens from somebody who's actually part of the uh, industry, that is extremely, uh, uh, it's just unfortunate. And it, it, it's sad as, as far as I'm concerned. Barry the Bugger, what say you? I just had one question. If you adopt. If you're a diver and you have had COVID, is there any test or anything that they may want to do just to help clear their mind that there may be an issue before they go underwater? Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, I can't give you a lot of details at the moment, but I'm in the process of writing a paper um, with a PhD and uh, four other physicians uh, just to try and put all this into perspective. But the, the bottom line, I think the easy thing before those official things come out would be if you're like I mentioned months ago, if, if you had a mild case or just had a positive test and had no symptoms, uh, wait a few weeks or a month uh, just to make sure your body's recovered and then make sure you're back to your normal level of exercise 
uh, that you could do your normal level of exercise that you were doing before you got sick or were positive, uh, and you can probably return to diet with no restrictions whatsoever. Right. Okay. Want, Isn't a lot want, of that common sense, Dr. Doug? Yeah. Just like if from you, anything, if you had a cold, if you had the flu, you right. wouldn't want to get back to diving, you know, if you were still hacking up goo. If you had a monkey heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and just to, just to go a little bit farther than that, I mean, if you want the one thing you could do, if you want to get a chest X-ray, that's a fairly easy test. It's fairly inexpensive, mm-hmm. uh, and if that was normal, that'd be even more. Um, yeah, just know, something to settle anything. Right, right. You know, you, in the background. Right. If you were really sick, I mean, people that got hospitalized, you know, that's a whole different ball game. Right. Uh, those people probably should be evaluated by somebody knowledgeable in medicine, diving medicine, before going back to the to the water. So that mm-hmm. may require a chest X-ray. In small cases, it may require a CAT scan of the chest if there's concerns about the lungs. Uh, we know there can be cardiac issues. So depending on what your symptoms were when you were hospitalized, if you were that sick enough to be hospitalized, uh, those people may get some form of exercise testing or may an echocardiogram, ultrasound of the heart, all those kind of things beforehand. So it's not a cookie-cutter kind of approach. Okay. It's a case-by-case thing, so discuss with your doctor. But the the more severe your symptoms, obviously, the more workup and more evaluation you may need. The lesser your symptoms are just a positive test. Give yourself a month. If your exercise tolerance is good, I don't see a reason not to get back in the water. Right. And, and, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, like I said, a, a lot of this is common sense. I mean, of course, if you had to be admitted to the hospital because you had a bad case of COVID, that's a whole totally different animal than somebody who got uh, tested positive like CJ, myself, and even Dr. Doug, for that matter, who, who dealt with it for a couple of days, felt like the flu, and then recovered. I mean, it, it was in not any different than having the flu for us. Now, that is how most people are dealing with COVID. That, the overwhelming numbers are people like that. But, you know, of course, if it's more serious and you had to play, you know, go to the hospital, be put on a ventilator, get oxygen, all that kind of stuff, of course you're going to do a lot more follow-up and things like that. Bubble Boy, what say you? I had a question. Would, would it be appropriate for like somebody to get a myrmogram, a myrmogram, which is a a, a mem- uh, it's a mammogram for mermaids, right? Now you know you don't need COVID to do that. You just have to ask okay. them and see, and they either smack you or they say okay and take uh, the hit. Said, yeah, I thought that was when you feel them for lumps. Okay, all right. Let's just leave that one lie. Kristen's not with us anymore, so they're getting no, away with no, these kind of comments. Get away with it now. Yeah. Well, I will tell you one little thing. Just there, there. If you have a loud enough murmur yeah. uh, that you can feel it on the chest, that's called a thrill. Uh, but if you have a female patient in your pal- palpating their chest and tell them you're feeling for thrills, that doesn't go over so well. Oh wow! Okay, that sounds good like not the joke to me. I have to. That's a true story. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to use that move. Wow, that's good. See if the wife likes that one. Just look. Yeah, you'll be sleeping outside again. Okay. Anyway, uh, we appreciate the update, Doctor Doug, and and sorry that you have to deal with these kind of nutty, you know, quote unquote journalists that are trying to stir up the stuff. Yeah, like I said, I I had a very short, blunt reply to the email, and somehow that got published. Like like, that's my expert opinion agreeing with them. So I think from now on, if I hear from that particular um, no comment, I may just put no. I don't talk to fake news. Yeah, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's just it was a joke. They obviously had an agenda, so they'll do what they got to do, I guess. But it's it's sad. Like I said, you know, we're dealing with so much negativity now. It's it's hard to be positive if you have a have a business in the dive industry, let alone any other business affected by COVID. But obviously, the dive industry being hit really hard on the travel sector. 
And uh, U.S. didn't help that this week with some new uh, restrictions for coming back to the country. We're going to talk about that next and how it could affect your dive travel. It's a very fluid situation, pun intended, here being We Are Scuba Radio. But we're going to get into that next right here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all toweled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at 1-888-88-SCUBA. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had it just doesn't get any better save st kitts turks and caicos the galapagos maldives indonesia humpback whales and the silver banks new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time call one of their talented travel consultants to find the explore ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you 1-800-322-3577 that's 1-800-322-3577 or visit exploreventures.com that's exploreventures.com Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out and the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Do you have a message or a product that you'd like to share with the diving world? Well, look no further than Scuba Radio. Just like you, thousands of diving enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to scubaradio.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Hi, I'm Manny. I'm your dive master leading aqua cat, and you hear Scuba Radio. Yeah, wait, you're the lead dive master on the aqua cat? What are you? Yes, sir. I'm the lead dive master. Okay, do it again. One more time. You kidding? No. Okay, guys. I'm Manny. I'm your dive master lead in Aquacat, and you're here at Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. The what? <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. I'm Manny. I'm a dive instructor in Aquacat, and you're listening. Are you're listening to a Scuba Radio? The world's first radio show devoted. To the dive. world's first radio show. Devoted to dive. Devoted to dive. You kidding me? 
You did it, translate. Translate. True. This is the world's first radio show oh, devoted to diving. Right. I can do it slow. Okay, do it slow. Yeah, yeah. The world's first radio radio show show devoted to devoted to diving. Devoted. Devoted. Por the Spanish speakers, la mejor radio estación de radio de bota de lo que es el buceo. I couldn't have said it better myself. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving, and uh, you know, but we appreciate the uh, assistance, especially for our Spanish-speaking friends. Yeah, you like that? That was more of like a Scarface Cuban accent, was it? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's the best I got. All right, uh, look, uh, we have the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web today. That includes Barry the Bugger, Casey the Tobacco Nut, Bubble Boy, uh, Camel Martini with his new webcam at the Gomez Hilton, Dr. Doug Ebersall, uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, and Matt, Matt the Blind Treasure Hunter is back with Yo. us, too. Yeah, so we got a full crew connected via the web on top of having uh, CJ in the studio with me. So, and, and, and CJ, myself, uh, Matt, oh, let's see, well, uh, Dr. Doug, even Barry the Bugger are all COVID survivors, by the way. So, COVID has kind of made its rounds through our crew, and uh, luckily, all of us have been uh, fairly safe. He, he, Captain Wall got his, uh, he got his vaccine this week, actually. So, you know, nice. he's on his way to uh, getting over this and being able to travel. But the new rules that were released this week, which is kind of nutty if you ask me, because, you know, here we are, you know, they're rolling out the vaccine. People are trying to get it. And uh, all of a sudden, this rule comes out that they're going to, I think it, it goes into effect next week, where they're saying that now you have to have a negative COVID test to come back to the U.S., uh, when you've uh, traveled outside the country, and that was not the case before. Now, like, say, if you want to go to the Bahamas, the Bahamas already had a rule where you had to have a negative test before you go to the Bahamas, and if you stay there for more than five nights, you have to get another test and uh, show that you're negative if you want to stay any longer than that. So they've kind of had their protocols in place, and that seems to have been working for as far as I know. But now, out of the blue... The uh, U.S. has put in this new uh, order, or they put out, uh, came from the new administration, I guess, and said that uh, you now have to have a negative test before you can board the plane to get back, uh, to come back to the U.S. if you're traveling abroad. And obviously, that's uh, a problem for people on a couple levels. One being that, okay, first of all, if you travel there, you, you know, most of the islands have a thing where you have to show that you're negative before you even come to the island. So if you're coming back, you know, uh, chances are, you know, unless you picked it up there, you know, I, I understand the concern, but it, it's, you're kind of getting hit both on both sides now. And now all of a sudden when things are supposedly getting better with the vaccine and everything, now we have more restrictions. What the heck? You know, this is becoming very difficult, obviously, for the dive operators and uh, the places that are trying to kind of set up these protocols to make things safe enough for you know divers feeling good enough to go, say, spend a few days out on an island and that kind of thing, or down in Mexico, for instance. I have a question. Yes. CJ. What happens if you 
got the vaccine, and then I guess you get a little card or something. Then, well, then, then you can know, you travel? Are you good then? That that is uh, part of the fluid situation. They they're not really they don't know yet. And the problem with it on top of that, so that's one aspect. But the other aspect is, that, say, if for instance you go down to Mexico, all right. A lot of the resorts are offering up, like the one you went to Cancun a few weeks ago. Yeah. They are giving uh, their their people tests uh, to take right before they head back home. And if, God forbid, you test positive, they are telling uh, their guests that, look, we'll put you up for a couple weeks for you to deal with the, the quarantine that you have to uh, maintain before you're cleared and able to go back to the States. So they're trying to work around that. That's obviously could become a quite an expensive endeavor for them to do. And I, I would imagine they're hoping that that would be uh, there. There wouldn't be that many people. To, doing yeah. It. To me, that shows some confidence. Yeah. That you're not going to pick. But it here's up there. one of the other caveats that has been presented to me that they don't know what to do with as well. It's like, say, if you travel to Mexico, Bahamas, wherever, some island in the Caribbean, you get your negative test, and then you come back to the States. If you connect, say you're flying back into Miami, there's issues of are you allowed to fly uh, or get on your connecting flight back to, say, Denver or some other place in the States? Because they're saying once you come back from a place, you have to voluntarily quarantine for seven days. So there's some real ambiguity in the what? new rule. Yeah, it's like what? How, exactly, uh, and, and, and plus, it's not even a forced, enforced. It's like you know a voluntary kind of thing. What so the hell some, is this, Russia? Well, it, it's confusing, and you know the confusion. Uh, just that alone, I think, kind of puts a little damper on divers wanting to go to these places because they think oh, I don't want to deal with all this headache. And who suffers? Well, the dive operators do, right? Yep. So it's a big mess right now. When you think it was getting better, maybe it's getting worse. I don't know. You know, we're trying to navigate this uh, like everybody else, and we'll kind of stay on top of it as much as we can. All right, look, we got hour two on deck. Stay close to the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the Internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They're not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.